Hey everyone, I'm back. Yay. <laughs> so, this is the third episode. So, thank you to all who are still listening and are still supporting me. Um, I do want to talk about a more serious topic, and it's one that is not talked about a lot. And it is called post-grad blues, or in other words, post-grad depression. That's something that kind of came to my mind. And being that a lot of people that I know have graduated over the weekend, either with bachelors, masters, congratulations to all of you that have graduated. So yeah, you know, it's all very exciting Because you're walking across the stage, you're done with classes, you've met all the requirements to graduate and everything like that. You might have a party, you might go to a party, you might get all these gifts, you might get money, all the hoopla with graduation. And it's a very exciting time, like it really is. But people don't really talk about the, I guess, the after effects after graduating from college. And I am um, doing this specifically for college graduates because this is something that is common amongst that age group. I can't really speak on master's level or anything like that because, I mean, that's that's different. And I'm currently getting my master's right now. So I can't really speak on that. I can only speak on the post-grad from um, getting your bachelor's degree or like your undergrad years. So even if you uh, didn't go to college or anything like that, if you um, got a certificate or something like that, I mean, this is still available like for you to listen. Like it doesn't even matter. Or if you know somebody that has gone through post-grad depression or the post-grad blues, then of course um, you can just send them this podcast or you can listen to it for yourself. I mean, shoot, I don't care. Have at it. So, yes, that's the reason why I wanted to start this topic was because of the graduation season that we are currently in um, for our December grads. And I feel like that this topic is not um, discussed as often as it needs to be. It gets really real. I can say that. And when I was doing my research for the show, it is really real amongst the millennial generation, my generation, because we're the ones that are going to school more. Like, of course, you know, the baby boomers are starting to go back to school and things like that. But the millennials, like we are headset on getting that degree, whether it is bachelor's, master's, doctorate, like we are really in that phase where we want to have that paper. We want to have that degree behind our name because for one, I feel that we know that it's not going to get taken away from us. Nobody can take that degree away from us. And then two, I mean, we're just trying to make better lives for ourselves. We're just trying to do more for ourselves. And with that degree, I mean, we can get a better job. We can even get a job out of state, things like that. So, I mean, really, we're just trying to better ourselves as millennials, um, 
I'm pretty sure a lot of us have seen our parents and you know things that they've done, and we're kind of trying to rise above that and be better than that. So, I mean, not saying that y'all's parents are bad. <laughs> so, because I mean, I love my parents. I love y'all's parents. I'm sure y'all love your parents. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're just kind of in that state of mind where we just want more for ourselves and we want to be better. So again, back to what I was saying about the research I was looking at as far as this topic, a therapist on the Washington Post said um, that post that, excuse me, that post-grad depression is understudied and underreported. So, I mean, I feel that is very sad because a lot of us struggle, like for real, a lot of us really struggle and nobody really knows that. And of course, it is not a, um, I guess the word, like it is not I'm an official diagnosis, but a lot of therapists and counselors know that this is something that we go through when we graduate. So I want to read off a couple of things that I had found about post-grad depression and why um, it's considered underreported. Um, for one, um, it's because graduation is like motherhood because culturally it is seen as a joyful time, which makes it even more shameful for someone to admit that it's not. Like that really stuck out to me because... That's so true because like somebody can be walking across that stage like today and it seems like a very happy time. But on the inside, they're screaming, they're stressed out, they feel like they don't have everything all together. And that's really sad to think that somebody is going through that on the inside and in their minds. Also, from the Washington Post, this article It says people who reported being depressed tended to be active on many social media platforms, which leads into the fact that they are following their friends on social media and have this out of proportion sense that everyone else has figured it out and are getting jobs. They have a sense that everyone has it together but them, which causes them to further isolate themselves. Now, that's really true. Like... Because I could be seeing somebody, and I'm going to use me, okay? I'm going to use me, for example. Like, let's say, I don't know. I guess I was trying to find a new job or something, and, and you're seeing everybody else on social media, like on Facebook, having these long statuses, you know, like long status alert, long post alert, and they're talking about, you know, their new job and everything, and then, like, you're sitting up there thinking, like, well... What are they doing that I'm not? I feel like that I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. And it's not happening for me. Like nothing's working. So, I mean, if I see that a lot, a lot, a lot, that's going to make me feel like I'm not doing anything. And it just, you know, just allows me to be in my little corner by myself. So, you know, I might delete social media for a couple days, maybe a week or two, stuff like that. And like that's how we communicate. That's how we cope. Like, we'll delete social media for a little bit to try to not see what everybody else is doing. And that is true because I honestly have a lot of social media platforms. Like, you know, I have Facebook, I have Instagram. I do not use Snapchat hardly ever except for street purposes. Anyway, Pinterest, 
LinkedIn. Okay, that's very important for college grads. Yeah, so I have a lot on my phone, like for real. So I use social media a lot. And that's really like, you know, the way we communicate today. So I do agree with that statement that like when you see your friends on social media and like, you know, they're getting jobs, they're getting like these internships and like, you know, they're even going to grad school, you know, stuff like that. It just seems like they have it all together and they had a plan. And then like you're sitting up here like, well, damn, like, what am I doing? Like, so it just makes you feel less than, but you actually shouldn't feel that way. But it's hard not to, especially in this generation and in this day and age where social media is so huge and it's so prevalent and it's and it's a part of our lives each and every day. So I say all that to say that I wanted to go into my story. This was really like the whole reason why I wanted to do this because I wanted to tell my side of um, dealing with post-grad blues slash depression like, I honestly wouldn't say that I was depressed, but I did feel like that I was less than as far as everybody else. So for me, I graduated from UNC Charlotte in December 2015. And again, that was the happiest day of my life because, for one, I graduated with two bachelor's degrees. So I I double majored in psychology and business management. No minor double major. <laughs> like, call me crazy. I don't know why I did it. I wanted to really um but those two majors I finished in four and a half years so I feel like to say to say that I double major I finished in four and a half is pretty good because some people actually you know stay longer with one major and I mean that's that's okay I'm I'm not knocking that I'm just saying that I feel to double major that was really awesome to me so I was really happy to do that and then I realized that I didn't have a job lined up. You know, after all the partying and everything that I did over that weekend, (laughs) I realized I didn't have a job lined up. I realized that I was not going to grad school right away. The only thing that I honestly had, y'all, was my job at Payless making $7.80 an hour, which really maybe if I work like for 40 hours I'll probably get like like maybe like 150 dollars a week because Payless was on weekly so I would only get maybe like 150 dollars a week and that depended on if I you know had a vacation to go to because I mean were you part-time and yeah, so, like, if you're part-time or, you know, just a regular associate with Payless, you don't get PTO, you don't get sick time, nothing. So, whatever days I miss, just not going to get paid for it. Like, the only people that had, like, your PTO and stuff were the managers. So, I mean, the associates didn't really have that. And um, that was really difficult for me because I mean really $150 a week I still had an apartment I didn't have a car note at the time thank god I didn't I just had a lot of bills as well that that need to be paid and $150 a week is nothing like especially if you're trying to live this lifestyle like that I'd be trying to live now but anyway seriously though I wasn't cutting it like with the money so There were times where I would go out with my friends and stuff like that. And 
I really didn't have the money to do anything. Like I couldn't even buy a drink or I couldn't like, you know, pay for my food. Like I had to get, you know, my friends or my sister to pay for my food. And it was just really very embarrassing um, because I was like, look, what do I have to show for these two degrees? Like I'm still working at Payless. I'm still like not doing nothing with my life. I fit or I felt that way. And I mean, that was really hard. And then it did make me miss like college because in college, like they, they put you in a bubble. That's the thing with college. You are in this bubble and you are in this community. And then once you graduate, it's like, you're like a fish out of water. Like you're on your own and real life hits you really hard, especially when you're somebody like me who is a planner and wants to have everything all together and it didn't work out for me like that. And so from December to from December on 2015 to June 2016, I was working at Payless. And again, June is what 6-7 months from my graduation date from December, December to June, I was working in a retail store making $7 and 80 cents. And I was like, I mean, to be honest, y'all that had to be God or like whoever y'all worship. Um, it had to be God because I honestly do not know how I made it without him throughout those times. I mean, for real. And then I, you know, would have car trouble and things like that. And I'm like, well, my rinketing job ain't going to pay for this. Like, you know, I was dealing with a lot inside. And then I even talked to this one lady, like she worked for Mary Kay. And, um, like I told her, I said, girl, I'm trying to buy the whole bar for all my friends, you know, stuff like that. And I can't even do that working at Payless, things like that, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she explained to me, that like my time will come and I will be able to do all those things for my friends and I'll be able to, you know, have a little bit more money. And I mean, I just have to wait my turn. And y'all, when people tell you that, like, it sounds like crap that you do not want to (laughs) hear because you know, your time is coming and everything, but it's just the wait is just unbearable sometimes. So, okay. So anyways, back to the story. Sorry, y'all. So from December to June, I was working at Payless and then I received in June, I received my offer letter to work for Duke, um, Duke Energy, excuse me, Duke Energy. And it's crazy. I received that offer letter at a time that my boyfriend was sick, like he was in the hospital and yeah, so like he was in the hospital And I had, you know, like stopped home real quick, you know, to get some clothes and everything. And then I received the offer letter from, well, no, I received the phone call from them. I didn't know who was calling me and it was Duke Energy. And I was really, really happy. And I was like, wow, y'all are really calling me right now. So I was really, really happy because I persevered through working with Payless and everything like that. And I was like, wow, it's finally here. Like I have a full-time job with benefits, um, I paid time off, you know, I was really, really excited and happy. And I basically drove back to the hospital, told my boyfriend, like, yeah, babe, you know, I got a full-time job. Yay. And like, this was, 
I think a couple of days before he was supposed to graduate because like, yeah, because like he was in the hospital right before he's supposed to walk across the stage in, in a few days. So, I mean, we were already stressed out about that. But then to know that I already had like, you know, something, you know, coming up, I mean, that was something uh, good for us to uh, look forward to and things like that. So, yeah, that was a really exciting time. And my boyfriend actually, he actually had a job offer already lined up before he graduated so i mean different things happen for different people like my boyfriend had a job lined up i basically had to wait six months for my first full-time job with benefits and everything so it i mean it's just like it just depends on the situation and the uh the person as far as your timeline so yeah i really dealt with a lot I kind of stuck to myself throughout those six months after I graduated. Except, you know, of course, my family wanted to do stuff or if my friends wanted to do things like, you know, go out of town for um, like reunions and things like that. I couldn't take time off of Payless. So I wasn't getting paid for those days. So there were times where I had to struggle and there were times where I felt so defeated. And I was just like, you know, venting to my friends. Like I can honestly say that Misha was one of those friends that, I vented to about all of that, like during that time. And she was there for me. And I just want to thank her. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure she's probably going to listen, <laughs> but I want to thank her for that. So I say all that to say that to the people that have graduated you know, recently, again, like this is an exciting time. Like y'all should just bask in the moment, be happy but also when you feel like you're not, I guess, not moving forward or progressing or things like that, like don't, um, don't worry about what everybody else is doing because when you try to compare yourself to everybody else and their situation and things like that, then that's really what it screws you over. Like it messes you up for real. And like, you don't even know what's going on. They might be struggling for real, but they're not going to show that part because social media again does not show the bad stuff until something good happens and then people want to talk about the struggle like you don't see people go through the struggle like like they only talk about it after the fact so again you don't even know what they're doing so please don't try to compare yourself to others or like like don't look at everybody else and say oh well like so-and-so got a job fresh out of college or so-and-so about to go to grad school like no like don't even don't even put those thoughts in your mind just keep doing what you're doing like you like you reached a milestone which was to graduate college a lot of people don't graduate college so i mean it's really like a blessing that that you were able to do that so that's step one of course you're gonna find a job there's plenty of jobs out here and I mean, like it's going to happen because it may not happen on your time or like when you want to. But trust me, it is going to happen. The second thing I want to say is don't give up. Just don't give up. Like, y'all, I put in so many job applications until my hands fell off from typing so much. And I'm changing my resume up, um, the cover letter, just all of those things. It can be stressful and I'm um, searching for a job is a job, <laughs> believe it or not. I wish we would get paid for stuff like that. I wish we can collect the unemployment money for that because that's a real job. You have to dedicate so much time 
to making sure your resume sounds good for this employer. And you have to make sure that your job history is up to date and things like that. There is so much you have to do. So just don't give up. And just don't give up. Just, I mean, just set a I'm set a measurable goal. Like for me, I know my goal was to do three job applications a day. And after that, I said, I'm leaving it to God. That's it. That's that's my three for today. And then I do three the next day and three the next day and three the next day. Now, if you want to turn it up a notch and say, hey, I want to do five applications. Okay, do five and that's it. Leave it to God. Pray about it. Pray over those applications and then do five the next day and then five the next day because somebody's going to respond and somebody is going to want you and somebody is going to need you. That that's really the main thing. And I had a third thing that I wanted to say. It is okay to feel sad. That's what I want like people to understand. It is okay to feel sad and it's okay to feel how you're feeling because trust me, we have all been there. I have been there. And now, I mean, look at my life now. I work for a law firm and I'm getting my master's currently in marriage and family therapy and I can pay all my bills and I can still have money left over to do other things that I want to do for myself. I have PTO. I have benefits. I have so much going on in my life right now that at the time after I graduated and I was looking for jobs and stressing out and crying all the time, like I would have never believed you if you would have told me that I would be in this great position that I am right now. And I'm still in school and I'm still trying to better myself and do what I need to do. So it is okay to feel sad, but don't let that sadness keep you down. Like you have to get up and keep going and keep moving and keep pushing because God doesn't want you to sit and be sad and everything because you're looking at everybody else because it seems like that they have things going for themselves. So do you and your time will come. And when it comes, you will not know how to act. Trust and believe you will not know how to act. So it is okay to feel sad. It is perfectly normal and it is perfectly understandable but do not let that sadness keep you down and do not let that sadness take over and just make you give up because just don't it's not worth it and something will come out of this so thank you all for listening and again i do just appreciate the support from everybody and i love you guys bye-bye